Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. Every Thursday we have a segment called Green Horizon as we look at wind and other renewable energy. We talk to a number of experts on these topics and today I'm joined by Sean Finan, CEO of the Irish Bioenergy Association. Morning to you, Sean. Morning, Alan. Yeah, we had a little bit of a chat off air. I, I said I wanted to be sure was it Finan or Finan, and I mentioned Steve Finan, the guy who used to play for Liverpool. But you said he was posh. He had two ends in his surname. Is that right? Yeah, he added the end, I think, somewhere along the road. So yeah. yeah. Now I, I want to talk a little bit about this whole area of bioenergy. For those listening and have no idea what bioenergy is, can can you explain it in layman's terms, please? Yeah, so bioenergy is a form of energy that's uh, produced from biomass. So biomass could be either uh, plant material, so grasses, uh, wood material, woody material, uh, or indeed from uh, animal waste, so for instance slurry or animal tallow and fat. So bioenergy is produced from biomass, uh, and it's different then as a result to the other renewables like solar, which is from the sun, and wind, obviously the wind, um, and hydro and um, geothermal. So we're very different in that ours is a biomass-based energy, um, and it can be in gaseous, uh, so that could be a biogas, biomethane form uh, produced. It could be produced in solid form, so it could be a wood wood pellet, wood chip, energy crop, or indeed in a liquid form. So yeah. it could be ethanol, it could be biodiesel, or it could be bio-oil. So, so where do you, where do you use in day-to-day life then? Uh, so in day-to-day life, um, so if uh, if you pull into the forecourt and refuel your car with either petrol or diesel, there's a percentage blend of biofuels within your diesel and petrol. So in petrol, it's um, it's currently E5 moving to E10, so there's going to be a 10% inclusion of ethanol, in, or is it 5% currently, and will be a 10% inclusion of ethanol in your petrol, yeah. which is renewable. Uh, and then in your diesel, there's um, up to a 7% blend of biodiesel within the diesel that you purchase. So that, oh. so all of your listeners are currently using bioenergy, but they mightn't even realize it in their liquid fuels. And on the solids, you know, if you buy wood, wood briquettes, if you buy um, uh, firewood, that's uh, bioenergy as well. So um, they would be the most common uh, forms. Um, and then in, in gas, uh, if you're... Or if your listeners are on the gas grid and they're connected to the gas line, mm. then there will potentially be a percentage of renewable gas within their gas mix, right. within the gas that they're getting. And there's plans for future growth of that area as we move over the next number of years. All right. What's the difference between bioenergy and other renewables like wind and solar? Now, I know you're touching it, but I'd like you to flesh it out a little bit more for me, yeah, please. So- so bioenergy is generally, as I said, produced from biomass. So once you feed a bioenergy system, be that um, a boiler or a anaerobic digestion plant, or once you continuously feed that plant with the feedstock, you will get a continuous form of energy. Um, so that's the distinct difference between it and wind and solar. So we support all, in terms of we push for all renewables to be developed in the country, but there are distinctions in that wind obviously only is produced when the wind blows, or sun or solar when, the, when, the, when, when we have light. So they're called intermittent, so they're not continuous, whereas bioenergy is a continuous form of energy production uh, and is a growing is, is, is the largest form of renewable energy worldwide yeah. at over uh, 67.2% in 2018 um, whereas the other 
renewables are smaller worldwide uh, overall. Yeah, so what's the potential within County Wexford for bioenergy there? So potential in County Wexford is huge. Um, now, uh, Wexford is a very, um, it's probably the the grain basket of Ireland from the point of view of its tillage um, uh, cropping area and indeed all the different um, uh, agricultural commodities that is, pro- that is produced in the county. However, there are will be opportunities into the future for farmers and foresters and businesses to decarbonize by using bioenergy. Um, so that could be in the form of producing biomethane from some of the waste resources which potentially exist in the county. Uh, waste, I mean, um, from some animal slurries, um, from uh, food waste potentially, um, and indeed from uh, processing waste from the agricultural processing sector. That's, for instance, the biogas side, biomethane side. Then in terms of solid biomass, um, there's forestry obviously in the county. There are, we have currently some members who are producing wood chip and uh, firewood in the county, so there's an, uh, an opportunity potentially to grow that and for others to get involved in the production of that uh, those fuels uh, as we move away from coal and turf and peat and all the other fossil-based fuels to renewable fuels. Yeah, you've given me some examples of companies here in Wexford. Are, are there other examples of bioenergy businesses in in the county or for that matter within the southeast? Um, there would be a, a number of examples. So in Wexford, for instance, there's um, only a number, only a number of biodiesel producers in the country, and uh, probably the largest of those, or one of the largest of those, is based in Wexford, uh, Green Biofuels Ireland. So they're a member of ours, and we work with the guys there to assist them with any uh, items they have from a policy point of view, a regulatory point of view. And um, so they're producing biodiesel in Wexford, and it's been uh, used in uh, the biodiesel mix in Ireland and indeed exported some of it. Um, and then you have other businesses like Danone and others who are using biomass systems within their uh, production processing um, production processing system. So they're using a biomass system, a wood chip system, where they're actually it's contributing significantly to their carbon neutrality as a business. And they've uh, very strongly uh, promoted that over the long, last number of years as one of the, the first carbon-neutral dairy uh, powder producers in, in the world. So that's are two large examples. And then there are smaller examples of farmers and foresters and wood fuel and wood chip suppliers that we have in the county as well that are under our, the umbrella of the Wood Fuel Quality Assurance Scheme. All right. Uh, like you're painting a very positive picture of County Wexford in this area, and I think that people are going to be kind of enthused by what we're hearing about County Wexford. We seem to be very proactive in this whole area of bioenergy. Have I got that right? Yeah, there are a number of businesses, I have to say. When you look across the counties, Wexford probably has as many or more than maybe a lot of counties. Um, I suppose that's because you have, you know, you have the, the, the port infrastructure, you have a, a rich heritage from the point of view of agricultural production, um, and you're actually on the east coast where there's a large population within, you know, as you hit towards Dublin or, or even t- further south towards Watford or Cork. So, you know, so Wexford um, is, is quite strong. When In my research for your program, I was just actually thinking about that and how yeah. generally the southeast has an abundance of biomass and a, an abundance of uh, opportunity uh, but some of that opportunity needs to be unlocked by policies and supports and measures which will uh, make this area more mainstream as we move forward. Like what? What would you like to see unlocked? 
that was strategy. Well, for instance, uh, the government has a target of 5.7 terawatt hours of biomethane by 2030. So biomethane has about 200 plants located right across the country. So if you divide that across the 26 counties, every county will have to have maybe a number of these facilities. Uh, but in order for them to be mobilised and to operate, um, you're going to need a government policy and support to do that. So the government has very clearly supported wind through the renewable electric- and solar through the Renewable Electricity Support Scheme. We're currently waiting for a similar support scheme and mechanism for biomethane and biogas, but that, um, that will develop if that support comes, and there's currently a strategy being developed by the government around wh- how they're going to mobilise the sector. So that's just one example. Uh, there's a lot of talk about heat pumps, a lot of talk about electric vehicles. Now, we support the rollout of all of those, but in the interim and in the meantime, there's a need to decarbonise our current energy uh, fueling, so our fossil fuels that we're using in our vehicles, or yes. indeed uh, the fuels we use in our homes. So uh, bioenergy has a place to play, has a, a part to play while the other technologies kind of also roll out and develop. Um, and there are harder to decarbonise areas like heavy-duty transport and high-temperature heat, where you have a number of high-temperature heat users in Wexford and indeed heavy-duty transport fleet operators. Yeah. So that's certainly an area where bioenergy can help, where electrification might be more of a challenge. We're, we're getting a lot of feedback to this regular slot we've been doing for the last number of weeks, Green Horizon. It's an association with Renewable Energy Ireland. Today we have focused in on bioenergy. Final question for you, Sean, is if people want to know more about bioenergy, where can they find out more about this, please? Yes, yeah, so my organisation is the Irish Bioenergy Association. So we, we're the representative body and we provide, our role is to provide information, knowledge, um, promote the sector, uh, lobby advocates. So our website is at www.irbea.org so people can check out our website and there's contact information there I could give you a whole list of all sorts of other contact information but the website is probably the easiest for your members or your listeners to access and also our Twitter, uh, Irish Bioenergy on Twitter as well if they want or um, you can find all our contact details there we have a lot of fact sheets, a lot of information on the, on the website which might be used to your members if or your uh, listeners if they're interested in bioenergy and developing projects potentially are indeed finding out where they can find uh, some bioenergy to use in their fuel system as it is. Thank you for talking to us this morning, Sean. Uh, good morning to you. It's, it's wonderful to, to, to highlight these issues and as I said, it's, it's good to know that in this whole area of Irish bioenergy, uh, we're doing well as a county. We'll talk to you again soon, Sean. Good morning to Thanks you. Thanks very much, um, Alan. Bye-bye. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.